Are you thinking about a river cruise either this year or next? Can't decide which river cruise line is right for you? Stay with us as we take a look at three of the most popular cruise lines and the differences between each. And as always, folks, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, and turn on all notifications to get notified each time we post. My special guest today is Beth Schulberg, owner-operator of Cruise and Travel Specialists, located in Lake Oswego, Oregon. Beth and her team of experienced travel advisors have been meeting the needs of satisfied clients in and, in and around Oregon and across the country since 2002. Hi, Beth. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Thanks, Ken. Happy to be back. Happy to have you back with us, Beth. So, Beth, we're getting a lot of comments from viewers and listeners about when they go to choose a river cruise. They're just not exactly sure which one they're interested in or what's actually best for them. Now, I know that you've been on literally hundreds of cruises, and a lot of them are river cruises. So I thought today... Perhaps what we could do is if you would take, let's take a look at three of the more popular lines and describe the differences between each one and what what would suit an individual client. Okay. So where do we start? Well, you know, a lot of people will say, will call me and say, what's the difference in the river cruises? And I have actually come up with a comparison chart that I will go over. And I've also compared the prices of three, the most three popular that I sell um, okay. on the Rhine River. And, okay. and those, that is um, Uniworld, Ama Waterways, and Viking River Cruises. Okay. And so the difference is all, number one, all of the Riverboat cruises, with the exception of one cruise, because it's a double wide on the Danube River, are the same size. They are 38 feet by 443 feet. And be, they're 38 feet wide because in order to get through the locks, they right. can't be any wider than that. Unless I said, you know, there's one cruise on the Danube that doesn't go through locks. So not um, very wide. With that said, I'm just going to give you an idea. Viking River Cruises puts 190 people on their river cruises that are, are the same size as Alma Waterways and Uniworld. Alma Waterways puts 160 and Uniworld puts 160 to 164, just depending on the ship. I want to preface this by saying these are the ships on the Rhine. If you okay. get on other ships that are doing the Duro or Vietnam or different places like that, the ships are completely different. So we're just talking about the Rhine River cruises right now. Right. Uniworld is an all-inclusive cruise. So you literally cannot pay for anything except maybe a short excursion that is above and beyond, like when I was on the cruise in out of Paris, we could go to the Moulin Rouge. Well, they can't offer that. That's a $400 ticket. Right. They can't offer that to everybody. Uniworld does have an opportunity for you to go on special uh, shore excursions that would not normally be offered to everybody because of the cost of the shore excursion. Okay. Their ships are beautiful. They're all inclusive. You really can't pay for anything. Um, Alma Waterways has taken a different stance and they're like you know we're not going to be quite all inclusive we're going to have drinks at lunch and dinner um, but we are going to have all of your short excursions be included you cannot pay for a short excursion and that is huge when compared to the next cruise line so ama also has twin balcony rooms they're beautiful state rooms. They have the best state rooms, in my opinion. And then we have, we'll compare it to Viking River, where Viking is not all-inclusive. It's going to cost you less to get on a Viking cruise in the very beginning, but you're going to be paying 
about the same when you get off because Viking offers one short excursion and the rest of them, anywhere from riding bikes to uh, going to a wine tasting, you have to pay for $100 to $200 a person. So you can see how that's going to add up. Okay, so let me see if I understand this correctly. UniWorld is the most all-inclusive of the three. Correct. Followed by Alma Waterways mm -hmm. and then Viking River Cruises. Yeah, let me give you a little history on, on how this happened. So, of course, sure. Viking is the one that brought river cruising to the, to the, to the rivers. And so when they, when they started their company, they were like, you know what? We're going to have a beautiful river cruise. It's going to be fun. We're not going to put swimming pools on. We're not going to put bicycles on. We're not going to have exercise rooms. We're not going to do a lot of these, these activities or have these amenities because they didn't feel that they need them. And honestly, they they're doing great. They still don't need them. But to compete with Viking, the other cruise line said, oh, well, let's see, in order to compete, let's give them swimming pools. Let's give them bicycles on board. Let's give them okay. the specialty dining. And so that's how this all evolved. So basically, Viking is just all basically just all about the river cruise itself as a consequence of that and the consequence of having more people on board. 190 versus 160 odd mm -hmm. there's more people to spread the costs across so your average lead-in cost of a viking cruise is probably going to be lower the lead-in cost is it's make sure you yeah uh, the lead-in cost for a viking cruise will be lower because they're spreading it among more people mm -hmm. right and then it then it's just a matter of what you spend on board Correct. that could drive your final cost Right. Okay. You have to pay for alcoholic beverages um, other than lunch and dinner. You do on AMA too. You have to pay gratuities. You do on AMA too. You have to pay for shore excursions other than the one that they offer. It's not a choice. They offer you one shore excursion per port. That's where the costs start adding up. Now, I remember when we sailed with AMA Waterways, mm -hmm. uh, all of our shore excursions were included and it was wine with lunch and dinner mm -hmm. and really at the end of the cruise we didn't we didn't have anything to speak of for a cost on our onboard account i think it, i think i remember it was 14 dollars. well i'm a bigger drinker than you are so, <laughs> so i did i did have a cost my husband did not but i think my bill was about a hundred and $20 because yeah. you know I'm dancing at night with my, you know, if I'm escorting a group with my groups yeah. and buying people drinks and all of that. So there is a cost and I don't, I, you know, people need to know that before they get on the ship. For sure. For sure. So what else do we have in defining them? Well, okay. Let's, let's give a shout out to Viking because Viking was the first river cruise. They do have the priority port location. And so when you're on a river cruise and you are, you might get there before Viking does, and you're the closest to the shore, the cruise lines have to move to let Viking have that spot. And then what that means is these other cruise lines are going to have to raft. Well, which... you just take, you, you take a tour of the other cruises as you're walking across the top of them. Right. You, you have to walk through, you walk through or over the other ships. Yeah. You know, uh, with COVID, they stopped letting you go through. So now you go over. Oh, really? Yeah, which is fine. You know, yeah. okay. I have a funny story to tell you. They, you know, they, they dock all beside each other. And so we're on a cruise with a group of people and we look over and my husband is on the wrong ship. We're, up, <laughs> <laughs> we're on the deck, on the top deck, having drinks on the deck. 
at I don't know what port we were at, and we look over, and Pete's like, "How do I get over there?" <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. So along the Rhine River, Viking always has the number one parking spot. I don't I don't like to use words like always and never, but let's just say mm. they mostly have it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, to give you a little bit of a, a little bit more, the crew on all the ships are wonderful. I, I I can't say that anyone is better on any cruise line. They just, you know, they they know customer service and they all do a good job. On the waterways has won awards for the their cuisine, and it's a word that in French that I cannot pronounce, but they um, have won awards for their cuisine. With that being said, Uniworld they have wonderful cuisine too. It, it's great. And Vikings cuisine is okay. You know, they, they really don't say, hey, we have the best cuisine at sea. We're a food cruise. That's not what they market. And then another thing we'll talk about is the room size. Uniworld doesn't, unless you get into a suite, they don't have balconies. They have what they call French balconies. And that means a sliding glass door that opens in your room. And it's fine. I mean, it's such a lovely cruise line. You're not going to miss your balcony unless you just like spending time out on your balcony. Um, the waterways took it a step further and they, their rooms, all of their rooms, if you have a, ba- a balcony, you have a French balcony. So they call it a twin balcony room. <clears throat> the rooms are the largest on Ama waterways. And then Viking has a a balcony room as well that you can step out on. The social person that I am, I'm not ever out on my balcony. I'm with people in the main lounge, you know, enjoying other people instead of enjoying my solitude. So the balconies don't really matter that much to me, but they matter to a lot of my clients. Do they? Yes. I would, I would, yes. I was... They want to be, they want to have their alone time. I would say 99% of the river cruises I sell on Ama waterways, they always have the balcony. So with Viking, there is the option for a balcony stateroom. Right. Alma Waterways offers French balconies, which are the sliding door and the double double balcony, which is an, an actual real balcony, plus a French balcony. Is, am I understanding yeah, that well, correctly? Well, okay, so Viking, uh, Viking offers a French balcony. Their rooms are really small, 130 to 170 square feet. Um, and they did that because the way that the ship is configured, in order to make the rooms on one side of the ship bigger, they had to take away from the other side. So the rooms are smaller. And that's where the the they have a French balcony. So if you're never going to be in your room and you just want to shower and change clothes, that's a great value for you on all of the cruise lines, on Viking, on Ama Waterways, and on Uniworld. Best value is the rooms that are the lowest level. You know, I hesitate to sell those rooms because people don't know what they're getting until they get in there. And normally they want to upgrade the second they see that room. Those um, are the water level rooms. Or, those or, are the water level rooms. And or, what I, or, or what I like to call the swan, le- the swan view rooms. Right. So I try to persuade my clients not to, not to, you know, take that room. Hey, another thing that is really neat is when you get in on these suites on Ama Waterways, you can have three people to a room. So I've got three single ladies who are like, well, we can't find a fourth. What do we do? And they can book a suite and they're all paying about the same price as if they were paying to go in a regular room. But because they've got that third person in there, it's watering down the cost of that suite. Great. And there are a couple of single rooms on a few river cruises. How do they handle gratuities? Uniworld, of course, it's all included. Um, mm-hmm. And Viking and Ama both 
want you to pay gratuities and you pay it at the end about the third day. How do you want to handle the gratuities? And you can put it on your shipboard account. Okay. So what other differences are there between the three lines, Beth? Viking River Cruises will not allow anyone under the age of 18. So it is not a cruise for families. Right. And both Alma Waterways and Uniworld allow you four and up. So you can take your family. And Alma also has adjoining staterooms. So you okay. can you can take, you know, two kids to two parents and have the rooms adjoining. Okay. okay. Let's see, bikes on board. Viking does not have bikes on board. The other two cruise lines we're talking about, Ama and Uniworld, do. A lot of times they will have tours and they have like 30 bikes on board. They can't hold more than that. But you can ride the bikes anytime you want, any port. Swimming pools and spas, Viking has no water. We talked about that. Ama Waterways has a pool or a hot tub on every cruise line. And Uniworld has swimming pools. They're starting to put some swimming pools on theirs and their pools are indoors. They're not outdoors. Oh, are um, they? Okay. I was on an Ama cruise and in April and it's heated and my, uh, there were about eight of us enjoying the, you know, cold water, out, cold weather outside, but really nice inside. And it was a swimming pool. If I wasn't in my bathing suit, I would have shared that picture. With you. <laughs> um, oh, this is another thing. Self-service laundry. I, I, every cruise, every ship should have that. Uniworld's the only one that has it. Transfers. Uniworld, if, even if you don't book your air through Uniworld, they cover your transfers. The only way AMA and Viking do it is if you book air through them. It's got to be an all-inclusive package on the air and the cruise. Um, let's see, final payment. That's a big one. AMA, Waterways, and Uniworld require final payment four months before. Viking requires it at the end of the month that you book your cruise. And they will have some exceptions or some specials, but... The message has been for everyone booking in the next, in the past two years is that if you book your cruise for someone who's going in 2024 and they book it June 1st, their final payment is due June 30th of 2022. So they're getting your money very quickly. Wow. That's the, the penalties don't change. The penalties remain the same. So should you cancel, you will get your money back, but they're just getting your money. But they're sitting on your money. You, if they could be sitting on your money for 12 months. Or 18 months. Or 18 months. They and they do. Yeah, that's interesting. So Beth, let's talk about the, for want of a better word, the onboard ambiance when okay. we compare Viking and AMA and Uniworld. You know, I think that they're, again, I think it's crew driven. I think they're all very similar. I think right. that, you know, as long as you, as you have great service. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's a big difference in that. It just depends on, you know, if you want less people, if you want more inclusive. I was on a cruise one time and, and we were comparing, we were talking with other travel advisors and we were comparing Uniworld and AMA and one of my travel advisor friends said, Ama Waterways wants to be your friend and Uniworld wants to serve you. And that's, that was a, I thought a very good synopsis of the service that you get. Okay. And how that, you get it. That's interesting. I, I guess, I guess what I was wondering about though, is when we compare, we're, we're comparing river cruise lines, the onboard style of the ship, Viking, Viking river cruises is going in the most cost-effective. We're not sure at the end yet, but going in is most cost effective. Does that then dictate that the style of the ship and the core of the ship is a little, perhaps a little bit more Spartan, or are they all, are they all, are all the cruise lines pretty much the same inside? Well, they're all very different in the way that they look. Right. Viking is contemporary. Nothing wrong with that. 
nope. Uniworld is like going, it, they have a lot of florals that they use in their decor. It's like going to a boutique hotel, which they own boutique hotels in Europe. And so your room looks like a boutique hotel stateroom. Um, Ama is just a normal room that you would want anywhere that you go. It's not sparse. It's not doesn't have a lot of flowers. It's just a beautiful stateroom. Again, Ama, in my opinion, has the best staterooms. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I did um, a price comparison and I added in, I went out and I looked at a June 3rd, 2023 date. If you were to book the cruise with Viking River, you would be paying $4,999. So let's just say 5,000. That's a balcony room. Right. A double, a twin balcony room on Ama Waterways costs 5308 and that includes their port charges. And on Uniworld, it's 5909 and that includes everything. And then I did a breakdown of what you have to pay for before you get off the cruise. And right. this, this brings it on Viking River, your total cost would be $6,171 when you include the drinks. The, the transfers, the non-included shore excursions, and the alcoholic beverages. On the waterways, you would be paying less at $5,880 because you're not paying for shore excursions. And on, for the, but you're paying for the same things that you're paying for Viking. And on Uniworld, because you're, you're paying for nothing, it comes in right between the two. The total out the door is what you paid $5,909. So it just depends on how you want to be feel nickel and dimed or you want control over what you're spending and you don't care about doing extra short excursions, which, you know, in my opinion, why go to Europe and you can't experience everything. So right. I think they're very comparable and the pricing, um, once you get off the ship, I think it just depends on what style you want and how many people you want on board. So, right. So then lining them all up together, there's mm -hmm. not a great deal of difference no. between the three, other than the fact that with Viking, you've got a little bit more control over, I suppose, what you spend when you're on exactly. board. Yes. And so your cost could be lower, but chances are if you're going to go that far and you're going to spend that kind of money you don't want to go over there and be cheap you're going to do stuff so a lot of times people will get on a ship not knowing or a cruise line not knowing what to expect and they're disappointed what i find most of the time is people who have have not experienced other cruise lines they don't know what they're missing so what about the onboard entertainment between all three of them beth i think it's very comparable yeah and all three of them they talk about immersing you in the culture anyway so Right. They're all, and, and, and they all have a one hour cocktail party. I, I should say, I don't, Viking doesn't to my knowledge, but Alma started a sip and sail cocktail party one hour before you go to dinner because all the meals are set times on a river cruise. Right. Um, and so say dinner is at seven, they're going to have you come in at six and the cruise director is going to give you a talk about the next port. Now I've experienced some cruise directors who talk way too long and we don't really have a chance to sip and sail. We just have a chance to listen to them. You're going to have the cruise director talk to you one hour before dinner, whether you get complimentary drinks or not on every sailing. So Beth, when folks come to you, how do you determine which cruise line is actually best for them? Like, you know, I ask them what level of service they're used to. Are they so a lot of times, like I just had two couples that came to me and they said, we're going to compare Uniworld to Ama Waterways. And they chose Ama 
because it was less expensive getting on and they, they aren't big drinkers. So they knew that their bill wouldn't be high. Right. It really comes down to spending time with your client to, to determine their wants and needs and, and how they feel about the, what type of experience, an onboard experience that, that, that they would want. Yeah. Well, Beth, this is absolutely super information. What would you advise people that were looking to book a river cruise either later this year or our next? What's your best advice? I would advise them to call me immediately. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I mean, it, the, the most river cruises book out a year in advance. So okay. if you want the best location on the ship and the best price, I would book it at least a year in advance. If folks want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can email me and they'll see it here, Beth at CRUZHolidays.com. They can call me 503-641-5225. I'd love to help whoever needs help figuring this out because there's a lot to think about. For sure. For sure. I always like to ask my guests because I know you're traveling. Where are you off to next? Well, my next big trip, I've got 24 of us going to Jordan and Egypt in November. All right. And I know you're going yourself this month, next, this month. Next we're, month. we're looking forward to it. Well, right. I look forward to hearing about your adventures in Jordan and Egypt. We'll have to have you back to discuss that. But until that time, I'm just going to wish you safe and happy travels. May the wind always be at your back. And I look forward to seeing you and Pete on a Lido deck real soon. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. And that about wraps it up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Beth Schulberg of Cruise and Travel Specialists. If you'd like to reach Beth about a river cruise or a cruise vacation, I'll leave her contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us, send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com. Visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or simply leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, please like, subscribe, and ring the bell. It helps us to spread the word, and is certainly appreciated. So until next time, happy travels.